Hello and welcome to the Eagle Insights Podcast. This is your host, Henry Conti, the Communications Coordinator with the Bellbrook Sugar Creek Schools. Today on the podcast, we have BCI Assistant Principal Zach Klein. Zach and I became fast friends when he started over the summer. We have a really great conversation. He tries to take over the podcast. I resist a little, but frankly, he's enormous and he could beat me into submission. So I let it go. Zach and I talk about a whole lot of things and you really don't want to miss this and and stick around to the end because you'll get a sense of what it was actually like to try and record this man. It's nearly impossible. Anyway, that's it for the preamble. Cue the eagle. All right, thanks. Uh, Thanks for joining us, Zach. Uh, I've been excited to get you on the podcast. For the people who don't know you very well, give me a brief history of where you've been, what you've done, and uh, what brought you here. So my brief history. Your brief history. Um, not history of the world. Not a bre- okay, I got you. That's completely different. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I graduated from UD, played football at UD, and took a job in Miamisburg as a seventh grade social studies teacher and language arts teacher. So I taught in Miamisburg for 23 years. And while I was there, I met a girl. And she's from Bellbrook. Mm-hmm. And she grew up right across the street from this uh, very building. Ended up marrying Emily. About nine years ago, we moved across the street from the high school, middle school. Our kids go to Bellbrook, and then she took a job in Bellbrook. She left Miamisburg and went to Bellbrook. And I became an administrator at Miamisburg and really enjoyed that. I was at Miamisburg High School for several years. And an opportunity came here to come to BCI, and I jumped on it with both feet. Yeah. Not just to be in the district with my wife, with my family, with my kids, but but Donnie Phelps, our, our head principal, I, I knew him from Miamisburg. When I had a summer school class, I had some ESL students who didn't speak English. Mr. Phelps came down and helped out when he was still in high school. Yeah. I got to know him then, and then the opportunity to work with him and to come over here to, to Bell Creek has been awesome. Yeah. What's, uh, I was going to get into this later, but you already kind of broached the subject, so Sorry. Mrs. Klein at middle at the middle school uh, is your wife what is it like to look out your window we're sitting in mr klein's office here and see your house <laughs> it's really cool yeah it, it's awesome um and and the, the, you can't beat the commute yeah so um even on a scooter even on a scooter a scooter a boot and a sling earlier this year uh can't beat it literally on the weekends my my sons and I will jump on a four-wheeler and mm-hmm. tear around the yard. Then we'll come over here to the school, and, and I'll get some work done. And it, yep. it, it's awesome to be right here, I mean, right here in the heart of, of, of the community and uh, to dive in with both feet. Fun to kind of think about that, To I feel like I would romanticize, oh, living that close to work would be so nice. And I think I'd never stop working. Well, so <laughs> several times my wife and kids have come over here and knocked on the window and said, hey, it's time to come home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so that's nice for them too. So they can come over here and do that. And, and the boys have just during the summer brought me lunch and stuff. And we just, they've been able to walk across the street and eat lunch with me and then go back and do their things. And while I work, so that, that, that's pretty neat. The romanticized version is reality. Yeah. When you chose to, as you say, jump in with both feet here at Bell Creek, what was your impression of our district, uh, before you got here and how has it kind of changed, adapted now that you've actually worked in the district for about half a year. So I've been part of the district for quite a while. When we moved over there, I was coaching football at Centerville and I decided to come over here and, and coach Jenkins first year. I was able to coach football for him for several years. Um, and then I've also coached track and then I've coached my kids. So I've been involved in the schools for quite a while. Charlie O'Dell, the athletic director is a really good buddy of mine. Um, so I've known Charlie forever since he was in high school. So I, I've known the community really well. I'm not surprised because my oldest son just uh, left here and went to the middle school. I knew how good the staff was here at, at Bell Creek. Yeah. 
but I didn't really see it every day. And it's uh, the, the staff here is, is absolutely as dedicated and as passionate about kids and as I've ever seen. It, it's, a, it's an awesome group of people to work with. And when, so coming from a middle school and coming from a high school, coming to an elementary is, it's, it's yeah. a culture shock. It's a world changing yeah. move and it's been great. And I've loved it. Going to them and they'll ask me questions. I go, I don't know. What do you think? Because yeah. they'll, they, they understand a little bit more what's, what's appropriate for this age group. And we've been able to work through some, some things and, and it's been great. And they've been very helpful and it's been great. It's been yeah. awesome. Besides raising your two kids, so you have this kind of almost myopic view of this age group. Now you're surrounded by hundreds of them every day. What's that kind of experience been like to just that change? You're used to high schoolers? You're it, it's to... the most rewarding thing I've ever done. Really? Um, yeah. So you, you develop different relationships with high school kids and you have different conversations and you, you, you talk about different things. Here it's, it's high fives and mm -hmm. side hugs and I go home and I got snot on my leg from where they've been doing this and it's... Yeah, and it's it, it's awesome, and the energy and the enthusiasm of the kids as they run off the bus to come to school every day, the the way they greet their teachers. As a high school administrator, as a middle school teacher, I'd see my kids out in, you know, in Miamisburg, and mm. they duck their heads and run for cover. Yeah, and you, you, I, I see our kids here, and it's it's like being a minor celebrity, and they're so excited. And the the coolest thing I've seen was we had a, a an assembly a couple weeks ago, and Mrs. Keaton came in. And you mm -hmm. would have thought Taylor Swift just entered the building. Yeah. The students lost their mind. It was the coolest <laughs> thing. And so it, it's that energy and enthusiasm that unfortunately sometimes gets lost in some of our kids. Yeah. But, but these kids still have it and they love it. It's neat to see. It strikes me that it would be, as you say that, a really good match for you because you are probably one of the more enthusiastic people that I know that kind of always carries that positive vibe. And I appreciate that. Does it strike you that way that it's it's just that nice match for you? Or has anybody told you that you're uh, sometimes overly positive? <laughs> <laughs> There's no other way to say it. We have the best job on planet Earth. We hang out with kids all day. I mean, all day long. Yeah. Being able to help a kid and being able to do things and show them that they can do more than they thought they could. There's nothing more rewarding. So I got into this, I, I didn't have a father in the home mm -hmm. growing up. So so my job as a teacher and administrator is is to help those kids out and to, to be that for those kids. And so if you never ever forget your purpose, mm -hmm you can always find a reason to be positive and a reason to be excited. When I go talk to these kids and I'm helping these kids out, I get a lot of disciplined kids in here and we go through these conversations and I'm able to help them out. Even though it wasn't necessarily started out as a positive relationship, it, it always ends up being pretty positive. What do you think is the biggest issue facing education in the future? So going forward, COVID changed everything. Yeah. If we're going to be honest. Oh, yeah. And the old model of education isn't a thing anymore. Mm -hmm. Education has to adapt. Education has to change. The whole educational system needs to be looked at, and we need to figure out what's best for kids. Mr. Phelps has got some great ideas here at Bell Creek and some mm -hmm. things that he's pushing through that are outside the box thinking. We're, we're top eight in the state of Ohio, so we need to continuously make sure we're doing best practices, but we have to do some things to really help kids because we're seeing a different set of needs that have never come through the educational process before. Okay. We've got kids that, that stayed home and didn't see anybody for six, eight months. 
during their formative years when they've got to build those social connections. And those kids were, were used to being able to go outside and wrestle around and, and fix things. They didn't do that. So education's got some major challenges ahead. Here at Bellbrook, I know we've got the right people in place to, to meet those challenges. If Zach Klein is in charge, what is priority number one on that list? The old adage is they don't care how much you know till they know how much you care. Mm -hmm. Kids don't learn from people, to be honest with you, they don't like or they don't respect. Mm -hmm. So when I come in in the morning, the first thing I do is I set up my coffee and I go take a lap and I, and I talk to people and I go do all those things before I ever turn on my computer. And that it's a soft start to every day. I'll use a great example from Miamisburg High School. There were some very challenging students that were in a high achieving class and did really well for this one teacher. So I said, why, what is it about this one teacher? And they said, we hate the class, but we love the guy. Mm -hmm. Those teachers that take the time to make those connections pay off tenfold. As a kid comes into my office for a discipline reason, and I spend five, ten minutes getting to know that kid and getting to find out why that person ticks or why they act the way they do or, or whatever it is, and I can build that connection, that's going to pay off tenfold because now they're going to listen to me because now they understand. Right. So those connections at any level are important. It's the same thing with the staff. So getting to know the staff and, and helping out with all that stuff, those connections are paramount. And it's those connections that allow us to have the influence we need to help people to get where they need to be. Yeah. So the best thing I ever did in coaching was, this is breaking news, but I didn't play wide receiver ever. That is weird. Weird. Considering your body type. Right. And fingers that do that. <laughs> um, but Coach Jenkins needed me to coach wide receivers one year. Yeah. So, okay, whatever you need. The best thing I ever did was I said to him, I'm not going to films on Saturday. So I had films over at my house. My wife would cook breakfast for everyone. We, we would sit around the table and we would eat. And our only rule was we could not talk football. So we talked about puppies and the life and homecoming. Just, Just sitting around. Yeah. We've got a big country table. 12th graders. Yeah, yeah. So, so ninth through 12th grade. So, so we're, we're just sit, we just sit around and I, I introduced them one week to chicken and waffles. They thought that was the greatest thing ever and they were right. So then we would go in the living room and, and I'd have a, a thing of 25, 30 plays and we'd watch it. Film sessions are never, are rarely very nice. Mm -hmm. They understood exactly what our expectations were. And so when they didn't meet those, there was difficult conversations and yeah. and things said but we built those bonds at yeah. that table and for years i was in a group chat with everybody and, and we still see each other and their parents whenever i see them out are are ah, and it's, it's awesome those relationships the most important thing yeah. in anything you do you talked about coaching football a little bit how has that influenced your work in education but also in administration there's a lot of parallels that can be drawn but is the lessons you learned on the football field whether at a young level or higher has that informed how you work on a daily basis sure so when i started teaching when i started coaching it was all about the numbers and all that stuff and, and i realized over the years especially since i've had the boys that it's not that it's about those relationships that you build and it's about those bonds that that last forever and it's the same thing with the staff and it's the same thing with the students and the same thing with the people you meet in the street and all the things you do those lessons that i've learned and, and those things that i hope to pass on to my kids where last weekend met up with about 15 buddies that i haven't seen in a couple of years because we played college football together and yep. and it's like we were never apart it's it's you yeah. can't explain it unless you've done it. Those bonds and those relationships that you form that really make this all worthwhile and make it a thing that you do yeah. and, and keeps you going. All right, we are going to go into the flyby. Then. The flyby. The flyby. The flyby. You said you listen. You should know what the flyby is. I, I, I've got the five questions. I'm going to ask you the five questions first. All right, go ahead. What is your favorite food? 
Honestly, this is going to sound really ridiculous. I think my favorite thing right now is, you're going to laugh, but as you know, I am not a meat eater. It's quinoa with roasted broccoli, cauliflower, chickpeas, and carrots. My food eats that. Thank you very much you're for welcome. that. You're um, welcome. My favorite food, so this is also going to sound weird. Yes. So I introduced this to Mr. Killen mm -hmm. as well. Roscoe's Pizza has peanut butter and jelly pizza. That's, that horrifies my every sensibility. I've got a pretty good food resume, I feel like, and it's pretty good. Yeah. So what's your favorite drink? It's got to be, honestly, it's just coffee. Just Hot, black, and in a cup. Yep. That's right. Bam. Low sugar. Low sugar. Low sugar. I don't like bitter. I was recently introduced to collagen okay. as a thing. So I blew out my Achilles and my bicep tendons. So they, so my doctor said, get some collagen in there to rebuild some stuff. So that's what other. Is that what we've got right here or no? No, no. The collagen's over there. Gotcha. In my coffee station, I grind my own beans every morning. Nice. Proof that I'm loved. <laughs> Proof what? there is a God and he does love us. <laughs> That's right. So what's your favorite movie or TV show? Movie? I'm going to give you, I'm going to go specific. My favorite football movie, because we've been talking about football, is probably the worst football movie ever. Necessary Roughman. No, but I do love that one. I do too. I just watched it on HBO Max. <laughs> the, re the Replacements. Oh my gosh, that's great. Keanu With Reeves. Shane Falco, it's great. It's so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that The editing is objectively horrific, but it's such a good movie. Oh, it's fantastic. So... So that right. so that, that scene where they talk about being in uh, Quicksand, mm -hmm. yep. I've used that with about every one of my... Yeah teams where the guy says he's scared of quicksand, but he's not talking about quicksand. We're talking about things that, that suck us in and, and draw spiders. us down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's, uh, so that, that quicksand scene is great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a Western type guy. Okay. So Unforgiven is a pretty good one. Right. I like the original True Grit with uh, yeah. John Wayne. Mm -hmm. uh, the new one's good, but it's... What about if you had to go TV specific? Yellowstone? Ah, Yellowstone's too easy. I'm a big fan of the, the TV show The Middle. What about you? What's your television show? TV, uh, the, the correct answer is Breaking Bad. Never That's seen it. it. I've watched that through five or six times. Never it's seen it. amazing. Not a big drama, yeah. sad. There's enough of that. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoy upbeat and fun. Gotcha. What is your quote? What, what gets you going? And why? Uh, you skipped one, but I didn't skip one. Favorite emoji. I don't do emojis. <laughs> so you're just not going to ask it? No, I'm not. <laughs> like that doesn't exist. <laughs> but I have an additional question. Uh, it's usually the one I use at the end of this. Have a good day, and if it can't be a good one, make it a great one. Um, and the reason behind that is a um, one of my best friends growing up, his father used to say it. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't seen his father in two decades. Okay. And then I saw him at... Sorry, it was his wedding. I place it because I spent a lot of time with his brother there. Um, and he, I saw him and I said, you know, I've thought about you so much over the years because of it. And he ended up dying like two, three years later. Oh, I'm but, sorry to hear that. Yeah. I just read a great book um, that talked about most people go and say good to great. This book said go great to good. Okay. So you think of a great man. You think of like Elon Musk or or Zuckerberg, whatever, whatever greatness is in society, whatever greatness society says. But a good man is someone who takes care of his family mm -hmm. and, and goes to work every day and, and does all that kind of stuff. So that's that's really was the focus that that was that was kind of neat where they flipped that. Whereas gotcha. instead of trying to be great and you know have a great resume, it's it's be a good man mm -hmm. and to be good for those people around you. Yeah, absolutely. So mine is and and my kids 
hear this a lot. Discipline equals freedom. If you've got the discipline to do what needs to be done, you've got the freedom to do what you want. I get up early in the morning, I get my workouts done, and I go do all that stuff, and I get to work several hours before school starts. All of that allows me to go home at 4.35 o'clock rather than having to stay late. Hmm. Yeah, that's just the way it works. That way I can go hang out with Emily and the boys and we can yeah. go do all those things. And, and on the weekends, I get up before they do and get all my work done and all my workouts and all that stuff. So I can just focus on them and take naps in the afternoon. Put football on and pass out. That's right. So Henry, as, as we're wrapping this up, and I appreciate you coming in today. No problem. Happy uh, to be on your pod. Let's say you were able to talk to yourself as you just started out in this, this world of media and relations, and mm -hmm. you probably had no idea you were eventually going to be in a school system somewhere. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. I don't know. But what would you tell yourself? What's your one piece of advice? Uh, I and will, would you listen to it? I would because I have taken that. So short background, I was in media for 15 years. That job is 24-7 all the time. It's unforgiving. Uh, it's punishing, but you love it. What I learned when I put all that time in and everything else, and then as happens in journalism and uh, in the media industry, got laid off um, after I had put in a 40-hour weekend, got laid off, knew it was coming though, right. and still put in that that time because it was state track weekend and it was a big weekend for us, was you will never get this time back. And on top of that, it's all going to get covered in some way anyway. It's all going to get taken care of. I have listened to myself after that. I missed countless weddings, funerals, family get-togethers in the name of there's a football game I've got to cover. There's a basketball tournament I've got to be there. We scheduled my daughter's C-section, my, my wife's C-section to have my daughter. We scheduled that around the regional finals of a girl's basketball game. My wife is a saint. Your wife's more understanding than mine. Mine's the best thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thankfully, I came to it before my kids were starting to come of age of doing things and, and events, which I rarely have ever miss any of their stuff. So I did listen to myself. I didn't get to go back and talk to myself, but right. I did learn from, from that and said, you know what, That's it's all going to get covered. And if it doesn't... We'll I'm going to okay. be able to sleep tonight. So I heard a great quote about that. It said, the only person that's going to remember you worked late was your family. Yeah. I So I used to coach a lot of varsity sports, and now I only coach my kids. Mm -hmm. Gosh, Henry was five, six, maybe. I'm going to football practice week seven, week eight. Mm -hmm. He gets kind of teary-eyed. He said, Daddy, do you have to go to practice? I miss you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got to finish the season, pal. But after that, at that moment, I decided right there that, that uh, I'm going to coach my kids. Yeah. And I'm going to take care of that, and I'm not going to miss much of anything and so that's that's been why so now i coach i've coached soccer for as many seasons as i've coached football because right. my boys were in soccer and now i do wrestling and i do baseball and whatever it is they're into yep by goodness that's what it is and henry's now into building tractors and so now we spend time at the auto parts store I, nice I, I, yeah. I can't change oil and he's <laughs> doing all that stuff but so so yeah yeah. I would I would go back and and I would grab a hold of myself and I, and I'd shake myself because I I really did not see the value in in relationship. I missed the most important thing. To be honest, I'm kind of embarrassed by yeah. the way I approached most things as a young man because I I did I missed the point. I missed the point of taking time to yeah. How are you doing and mean it? Right. You know, and, and then go back and follow up to make sure that everything's okay. Yeah. And to take things off people's plates. And uh, my, my whole philosophy is to identify 
needs and, and meet them for people. So sometimes that's get out of your way. Sometimes yeah. that's go cover your recess duty. Sometimes that here, let me grade these papers or take this kid from you or whatever you need. It's, it's identifying. And sometimes it's, it's to help people because they're in their own way. Right. But, but it's those really, they go, it all goes back to it. And there's, yeah, there's not another thing around. All right. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Henry. Wasn't that a great one? Here, let's get into the ego droppings. On March 4th is a music boosters meeting. On March 6th, the 6th grade choir performs. On March 7th, the high school band performs. Before that, though, at 6 o'clock, there will be a coffee chat at the high school. So join Dr. Kozad, myself, and a board member or two and find out more about the district goals. I'm sure you've seen the videos that have been out, but uh, any questions you want to ask, that is the time. There's a couple more as well. On March 11th, the middle school band performs. On March 12th, there is a PTO meeting. March 13th is busy, ladies and gentlemen. There is a coffee chat at Bellhop Cafe that morning. That is during a two-hour delay. On the evening of March 13th, Future Chef happens. It's a great event at BCI. The choir concert is that night for middle school and high school. And then on the 14th is STEAM night and a Board of Education meeting. That's it. What a great time it is to be uh, in Bellbrook Sugar Creek Schools. We hope to see you around. As promised, a little more Zach Klein. Oh, and I almost forgot. Have a good day. And if it can't be a good one, make it a great one. So as you know, I do the little intro. I usually just do that on my own. So, all right, uh, so I'll just jump into thanks for joining us, and we're going to start with a brief history, where you've been, what you've done. So my brief history? You're, okay. So my brief history. Um, Hang on, let me introduce first. Sorry. I was going to do my brief history. You're going to after I introduce the brief history. <laughs> <laughs> it's brief history time? <laughs> yes. Please let this be on the podcast. We can do that. 